Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Always Aggressive Podcast. I'm Hunter Massengill, alongside the head coach, Tony Ursland. Tanner on screen today with no special guest. And then Corey hey, behind. Well, you're a guest. I'm not special. Corey behind the scenes, as always. Uh, Thanksgiving this past weekend, had the guys over. How did uh, Thursday and the rest of the weekend go for you? Oh, it was nice just to take a breath and sit down and relax. You know, we've been on the road quite a bit, um, you know, this November. So it was good just to spend time with the guys socially and relax. You know, it's it's always fun. You know, you find out what their families are doing or how they're doing it. Just it was a nice change of pace for us, and it lasted for about a day, and then we were back to the grind. Yeah, was the the Friday, Saturday, so the weekend after Thanksgiving, uh, did it did it go well? Everyone came back. Yeah, in a weight they were supposed to be in. I was ha- I, no, I, I was I was happy. I'm not going to tell you everybody was exactly where they needed to be. <laughs> My weight wasn't. But um, but no, I, I thought everybody came back. You know, within range of where they needed right. to be. So you know, I, I know we laugh about it, but it's a real thing, right? You don't want to let your weight get out of control. It's going to make you pay later. But I was happy. Everybody came back where they needed to be, and and uh, they look to be on track as we you know get ready to leave for Vegas. And I, I'm happy with where everybody's at, and they'll make weight on time and, and be able to perform well. And you also got rid of the beard too. I did. No shave. November is over. Here. Um, here. You know, my my son Mason was a little unhappy. He wanted to see Santa Claus. Yeah, I mean, no Christmas shave. November Day. leads into Christmas. I mean, you could let it go through Christmas. It's a December beard. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? No shave. November turns into December beard. You're right. Um, it was getting a little scraggly. It was getting a little itchy. Uh, I, I thought I gotta I gotta get this off my face for at least a little <laughs> while. You, you may see it return. Uh, Parker Phileas lobbies for uh, you know me to just let it grow in March when we have Big Tens and, and NCAA's like as well. A, like so, a playoff beard. Yeah, we might bring it back. I'd like to see that. Uh, it's always good, especially you know we had the uh, paintball outing a couple weeks ago. So being able to just be with the guys outside of the wrestling room, outside of a bus, outside of an airport, uh, I'm sure it's nice just to, like you mentioned, just to kind of get to know the guys a little bit more, especially some of these freshmen that you haven't been able to spend a lot of downtime with. Uh, I'm getting them to come over and maybe get to keep an eye on what's on their plates as well. Nah, it, you know, it's it's less about obviously uh, watching them as it is just hanging out and right. having fun. Sure. You know, that's that's the that's the nice part. We don't get enough chance chances to do that, right? Like your head is down and you're working so hard, you know, uh, throughout the year. You know, it's it's a full-time deal now throughout the year that it's, it's good just you get a chance to take a breath you know, and, and just enjoy everybody. It was nice. Okay, well, I'm going to add in a little segment here that I just thought about. Add in. I like it. Add in a little segment here. Uh, get to know the coach, Thanksgiving edition. Would this you, be tangential? It might be. <laughs> we'll find out here in a second. Now, we've never done this segment, so calling it a Thanksgiving edition seems a little bit redundant. But it's post-Thanksgiving. Okay. Turkey or ham? Oh, you know, I saw this, right? ESPN was doing this. Did they do this? Yeah, they did this. ESPN, I think, Golik and Wingo had this. Well, it was, it was, you know, involved all of the foods. Um, I, I would go turkey. Um, it's as, really hard to screw right? up like, a turkey, though. You just, you, very you, to me, you, you, if you think of Thanksgiving, you think of turkey. Of course. Right? Turkey and stuffing and those things come to the forefront of my mind. So I, I would definitely go turkey, although I love both. And if I and if you said, hey, you know, you got to kick something off your plate, mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm keeping ham. That's what I'm saying. You know, if, you, if it's turkey Wait, or ham, which one <laughs> other, I'm, I'm taking so, turkey. So, but if you say, hey, um, my man's you know, a carnivore, all right, people. Don't take his meat away. I'm a meat lover. I'm, I'm kicking something else off my plate, like maybe the green beans or something else. <laughs> right? So we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna keep the turkey and the ham. We take the green beans off the plate. It's like you yeah. got, you get your you got your fork, like when you were a kid. You're just like going yep. shoving them to the dog. We'll make sure Elaine doesn't hear that part. I don't know how we're going to do that. She's but. not here today. We, we, uh, we can all speak freely. White gravy or brown gravy? Oh, that's a tough that one. That is a tough one. Wait, um, what's what's the meat? I feel like that matters. Yes. We'll see if you keep ham. I, I would say white gravy, not brown on ham. I'm a not. I'm not, not a gravy. White gravy. I go white. That's me. Okay. Uh, cookies or brownies? Brownies. Really? Huh. Corey's got a look on his face like yeah, I know. he didn't expect Listen, that. we're splitting hairs here. I want you guys to know we're splitting well, hairs here in my mind. Right? Yeah, really, he wants yes. it all, folks. Yes, yes. Give, 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 give it all. You know, I'll give a shout out. Um, you know, my, uh, my sister-in-law, Tammy, uh, does fantastic cookies. And so, you know, when she sends me cookies, I, you know, I'm, I'm keeping them. Tammy, we're going to need proof. You can send That's them right. care of right. Tony. Do you, need, do you need the address? I do not o- believe it. Oatmeal butterscotch, please. Oh, I love oatmeal scotchies. Yes. But, you know, uh, a good brownie, a good moist brownie. That's true. You know, you can't beat that. Uh, pie or cake? Pie. What kind? Uh, what kind? Like, do you consider Boston cream pie a cake? Well, now, that leads into my, my now, next now, question. Now, I, now who's splitting hairs? I feel like that's there in the name. Though, I can't split hairs. Well, see, when you, when you go a deep dive into food, right, like all of these other issues come up. I'm just telling you, you know, it's, you're splitting hairs. Well, and that's it, my next question is, is cheesecake a cake or a pie? Because if che- whichever category cheesecake goes Cheesecake's into. A pie. Okay, then I'm taking pies. But I mean, it's got cake in the name, though, you know? It does. Yeah. You just broke my brain. Now I'm hungry, damn it. <laughs> We've got Vegas this weekend. Yeah, yeah we, we better talk wrestling. We're getting All right. back on, All back right. on wrestling It here. was tangential. It was tangential, and you got to know the coach a little bit more about uh, what kind of Thanksgiving treats yeah, that he insight. likes. Uh, Vegas this weekend, obviously a gauntlet of a tournament. Uh, Tanner can can talk about who's all going to be there. I mean, the Big Ten. How much time you got, Sonny? It's probably easier to list the teams not there right. as, you know, uh, that are there. Obviously, you can't get away from the Big Ten. Wherever you go, you're going to have, have Big Ten teams to face. Ohio State, Minnesota, Northwestern, Nebraska, Michigan, and us all going to be there. So six of 14 Big Ten teams. Always a gauntlet every year, but like we saw last year, someone like Griffin Perry goes out there, goes on a run, and comes back and, you know, holds his ranking most of the season because of what he did out in Vegas that that weekend. Yeah, you know, um, your bones. you, you got to make the most of your opportunities. Right now, being in the Big Ten, we have lots of opportunities, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you so, talk about this a lot. A lot, it is. You know, and that's why I love being here at Purdue. Like, you're in the middle of the fire. So you're mm-hmm. going to see the best teams. You're going to know where you're at. You're going to know what you have to do, how to get better. And so I, I love that. But this is another opportunity where, man, you're going to see the best kids. And so those are tremendous opportunities. You want to make the most of them. Um, because, you know, there might be some guys that are ranked really high we're not going to see again. You know, that's why we had Arizona State uh, in a duel, because I'm not sure how many of those guys we'll see again. So you, you try to find good competition that you may not see for the rest of the year. And certainly Vegas 
offers that opportunity, as well as you just listed, a number of Big Ten schools, right. some of who we won't see. I mean, Ohio State's not on the schedule this year, so it'll be nice to Michigan. see them. Michigan's not on the schedule. It'll be Although nice to see them. Although we pretty much had a dual meet with Michigan up at Michigan State. Yeah, we did get to see them at the Michigan mm -hmm. State Open. So Gracious. it is nice that we'll, we'll see some of the teams we don't have duels because they're not on our rotation. And then at the same time, you see a number of, of good kids that, as you mentioned, you know, uh, you come out of that tournament with a strong finish, you're going to have a, a, a solid ranking, you know, that that means something at the end of the year when you come to qualification criteria. And these mid-season tournaments, and I mean, we're, we're kind of on the, the front half of it being mid-season, I suppose, uh, but then you've got Midlands coming up in a couple weeks. It, these, these tournaments that you, you've, you've wrestled a couple duels, you've had stuff like Michigan State Open, but you go to these tournaments where the talent there is incredible and these guys are really testing themselves really early on in the season. Like I said, it's a mid-season tournament, but we're really on the front half of the mid-season uh, that these guys have to go out and prove themselves and wrestle all day long against guys that it, it's the quality of talent that you're going to have to beat if you want to compete in the Big Ten, if you want to compete at the Big Ten tournament, yep. if you want to compete at nationals. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look, right, you said Big Tens and nationals, right? And that's that's you know where we really focus on. I mean, it's not everything, right? Mm -hmm. Every duel is important. Every time you lace your, your shoes, I want to emphasize that. I don't want that lost. Is Every time you have an opportunity to compete, it's important. Okay? But... You know, the format where the kids can really earn the honors they work so hard for are multiple day tournaments. So you want to be prepared for that, you know, to go make weight, warm up, compete, have to go back to the hotel, get ready to come back for the evening session, warm up again, compete, and then repeat that. You want to, you want to have to do that a couple times so your kids have the opportunity to tweak or change or know what that's going to be for them. Mm -hmm. uh, we were taking a look yesterday at kind of getting a little bit of an idea of what the seating will look like with some of our guys which you know who they're going to see who they're going to see if they if they're able to win a couple matches we've got a couple guys that are going to be pretty highly seated is this something that the guys know do they you know do they look at the bracket a lot when they when it finally gets official and it comes out and they get an idea of okay obviously the, each match the match in front of you is the most important match yep. but of just kind of getting an idea of where where what this weekend has in store for them. I would say no. You know, let us let let the coaches coach and worry about that. Right, that's a coaching uh, thing right there. It would be my, my you know, coaches coach, wrestlers wrestle, compete, and so I don't want them looking at the bracket personally. Mm -hmm. Right, they just worry about the guy. We'll talk about you know if there's something that maybe you need to know about a guy. Right, you know, you, you don't ever want to get so concerned about your opponent that your so focus is just on him, right? It's always about you, but we might talk briefly about... Yeah, scouting he, report never yeah, hurts. Yeah, you know, a light scouting. He leads this leg, this might be his favorite shot. You know what I mean? We want to control this hand or, you know, just, just very basic fundamental things. Beyond that, I just want them worried about getting warmed up, putting themselves in a good headspace, and, and go compete at a high level. That's, that's all this is about. Let's not worry. Because as soon as you start thinking, well, this guy could be there, he's not there. Mm -hmm. He gets upset. Now, does that throw you off, right? Just stay in your own good headspace and, and take care of yourself. Um, and then when the guy who's ever, you know, there, hey, take care of that. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't like them to look at the brackets. You know, that's something maybe as coaches we might look to see and scout a little bit. I, I look do. enough for everybody. Let's yeah, Tanner <laughs> loves that stuff. So that's good, right? And that's, and that's, and that's his job, right? That, that falls under, you know, um, that, that area. So, but with the kids, man, just take care of yourself. And the team, I mean, going into this weekend is as prepared as they've ever been. Uh, we've got four guys ranked in the top 10 going into this weekend, which 
from what Tanner has said is I can't find the most time on record. On, on record. Uh, we've had um, three before. Back in 2011 was the last time that we've had three guys in the top that, ten. And that was uh, Luke Manuel, AJ Kissel, and Logan Brown were all in the top ten. Uh, right after, right after Vegas. Yep. So they, they made the probably had you talk about probably had going, good tournaments. Yeah, you talk about guys going and making the most of their opportunities. Yep. Like mm-hmm. that was that was the last example that they went out to Vegas, had a great tournament. Um, I want to say both Logan and Luke made the semifinals that year, mm-hmm. and I think Kissel wrestled all the way back after an early loss and, and did really well. And to that point, <clears throat> Dylan Lighty, who goes into this week uh, 39 straight poles that he's been in. Dates back to December of 2017. When? When he went out to Vegas, went on a run, (laughs) came back from Vegas, placed, placed and got ranked. So Dylan Liney's living proof, Griffin Perry, it's living proof to a lot of guys. All roads lead back to Vegas. (laughs) It's it's Vegas. Five five degrees of separation to to Vegas. How big of is it? Is it something that you've talked about with with the team yet? I know you guys leave tomorrow of just how big of a weekend this is that they have in front of them? No, um, listen, it's, there's just, it's opportunity, right? That's why we, and, and these guys are used to it because like I said, we wrestle in the Big Ten, so you see tough guys every week, mm-hmm. and they're used to that. I think we're, we're a very battle-tested team, even this early in the year. You know, we, we've scheduled fairly tough. You know, Michigan State had some very good teams. We saw some very good teams out at Journeyman, right? Uh, NDSU had some good individuals. Clarion had some good individuals. You know, uh, NIU, right? They've all, so I feel like we're, we're, we're battle-tested and we're ready, and so this, is, this isn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's opportunities to wrestle a lot of very tough individuals and so you know hey going in I got to be I got to be on top of what I'm doing I got to take care of everything I can do and go out and compete and just trust that you're ready because they they have they've trained hard I've been really happy with um, our training segments that we've had since our our home duel so there's every reason to expect to win and to do well, but you just know, hey, um, one match at a time. You know, do everything right. You know, take care of my nutrition, take care of my warm up, take care of getting myself in a, in a good good space mentally. You know, that's that's what it's going to be about. So mm-hmm. while Coach wants to downplay this, I'm gonna circle back. I'm gonna do my job and talk about this tournament's legit. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. When you look at this, just looking at the rankings right now, tournament rankings, right? We got number three, Nebraska, number four, NC State, number five, Ohio State, number six, Iowa State, number seven, Arizona State, number eight, Northern Iowa, number 13, Northwestern, number 15, Cornell, the Boilers at 16, Uh, number 18, Oklahoma, number 20, Virginia, number 21, Utah Valley, number 22, Minnesota, number 24, Virginia Tech, number 20, another tied for 24, Binghamton. Um, If everybody goes, which they won't. You know, guys sit out. I already saw NC State's holding the Renan out at 97. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're not sure. You know, there's some other guys that are that are nicked up here and there. But if everybody showed up, 118 ranked wrestlers. In 10 weight classes. In 10 yep. weight classes. And I think the good it's middle ground. Good. The math is a lot there. It's yes. pretty good. The good middle ground here between with what Coach is, is trying to say, I think, is it's a good weekend regardless because either one of two things are happening. You're going to go out and you're going to win and you're going to be better for it, or you're going to go out there and you have a struggle, you struggle, but you will have faced the talent that Tanner just listed, and either way, it's going to be a good weekend for a lot of guys. Yeah, I mean, 
as long as you go compete. Like mm -hmm. I said, I feel really good about the preparation and everything we've done up to this point. So all we're asking them to now is go compete. Go Be yourself. Up. Do what you do. But show up. Yeah, yeah show up and, and, and wrestle hard. And I have faith, and I know they do. They're a very confident group that they'll do well. You know, there's an expectation that, that they're going to get their hand raised and that they're able to compete at a really high level. So I don't worry about that. It's just, hey, but but you you will get out of sync if you try mm -hmm. to look at the field in general and figure this whole thing out before you get there. Like all you need to worry about is making weight on time, going through your warm up routine, putting yourself, like I said, in a good emotional space, and then go compete hard. You know, you, you'll let you'll get out of sync if you if you make it any more than that. Mm -hmm. And that's where we really try to focus. That's what I was gonna say. Is is the moment's big, but you can't let the moment be bigger yeah. than it than than you can handle, right? Like you. Yep. If you walk out on the 50-yard line and go, oh, my God, I'm in the Super Bowl, you're going to lose. Yep. It has to be just another game. Right. Holy smokes, how did we get here? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and part of it, too, is, is putting yourself there every day. You know, it takes maturity to understand that. Like, every day we end um, basically every go with with a sudden death or a scoring situation. There has to be points to score so that you learn that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you want to be there a thousand times before March hits so that, okay, I've been here every day in practice. Every go, I'm asked to score at the end so that, you know, you've seen it all. You've had to deal with it all. All those situations, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm not feeling good. You know, I'm a little beat up. You know, I got this guy who is going to scramble like crazy on me. You know, you've seen it all. And so you're, there's, there's confidence in that because you've been there. And so we always, you know, reiterate to the kids or reinforce that, hey, you know, this, this is important right now. Stand up, take a breath, you got to execute, right? do it, you know, don't wait on it, take control. So it's just understanding that this is important. This isn't get up and just go through this. This isn't routine. Like you're going to be here again and again. You're going to be here at Vegas. You're going to be here at Big Ten tournament. You're going to be here in a tight duel and you're going to be expected to execute. So you got to make this important and understand this is important right now, execute. How hard is it to get 19-year-old kids to understand that? Because that's something I didn't get at that age. That practice, practice isn't just something you have to go through. I, I Every still don't situation get it. matters. Yeah, for a reason. It's very important. It, it's hard, um, um, but you know now, especially uh, the room is getting deeper, and with a number of rank, you know, guys that we have, right? Um, young kids figure out pretty quickly that they've got to do something to be more successful, right? Because they'll lose all of those situations because mm -hmm. guy like Lighty who's, who's battle-tested or Max Lyon or whoever, Christian Bruner or Devin Schroeder, what, could name everybody. Um, they have to be tougher. They're going to get rolled. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to fight back. You can't just get bullied and then go away. Like, you got to stick your nose in there and you got to start fighting. And you might, you know, lose a lot of those beginning, but slowly, if you keep getting up and, and getting in there, the tide will turn. You're going to win one. Right, and then you might win two, and then three, and now we got to have it, and you figured it out, you know, or it'll be too hard for you. You don't want to suffer on that level, and you'll go away, right? And that and that that can happen too. Yep. You know, we've all seen in the sport a lot of good kids in a, in a room, and boy, what happened to him? Well, he, you know, whatever. So he, he wasn't up for it. He wasn't up for it. So you know, there's a lot of suffering, and, and it takes toughness, and it takes discipline. But but you do you you got to figure out that if I want success. Uh, on this level, boy, there's a lot of suffering and there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I got to make those moments um, important in practice. Can't just be when I get out there, I'm going to figure it out because now it's win or lose. No, this, this happens a long time, you know, ahead of that. And it's an, you know, an iron sharpens iron type situation where, you know, you've got four guys ranked in the top 10. You've got a few other ranked guys as well. 
I mean, like like you mentioned, the room's getting deeper and deeper. These guys are having to face that talent every single, similar to what what these guys are going to go do in Las Vegas. We talk a lot of these guys are doing it every single day in the wrestling room and making these younger guys, the guys that are the next in line, a lot better every day because they have to face these and guys. And we talked so. about that yesterday in the staff meeting about how like you, you, you pull the new guys along with you. You get these mm -hmm. guys, these, these veterans in the room, you get a guy like a Dylan Lighty, a Christian Broder, a Devin Schroeder, a Griffin Perry, these kids who have been on campus for four or five years and they've, you know, they've, they've earned some of these accolades and, and some of these rankings and they're pulling some of these younger kids along with them. And it's, and you know, uh, AJ was talking about it a little bit as far as like, you know, grab a young guy, come make him do, come, come make him do the hard work with you. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. then he can teach, then when, then when he's the older guy, he can grab the next young guy and teach mm -hmm. them. Yep. And that, that's, how, that's how you build the culture. That's how it, yeah, it starts it to It starts to feed itself, right? I mean, that's the thing. You know, eventually it should feed itself because if there's great buy-in from everybody in the team, as those young guys come in who don't know, right? And I wouldn't expect them to understand how to win a national title. They've never done it, you know, at the collegiate level. So, but you've got to have guys who can show them, coaches who can show them. And I also would say that besides the guys on our team who I think have embraced a, a, a strong leadership role, um, you know, a lot of the credit has to go to guys like, you know, AJ Shop and, and Jake Sue Flown and, and Coach Vega and, and even Daniel Lewis, mm -hmm. you know, who's in there every day. Right before I came up here, you know, uh, Daniel was, was down with Christian Bruner, you know, going through that. So it's, it's those moments where those guys are showing those guys what it's going to take, and that's important. Well, on top of all this, <clears throat> I've got finals week next week, which is something that that's, I'm sure is on your mind. It's obviously student, on, student athletes, right? Uh, on top, on the guys' minds as well. So you've got this weekend and it is what it is. Then they have to go next week into, you know, some of them are going into their first collegiate finals week. Yep. Uh, some of them are going into what's co getting close to their last. Uh, is that, you know, I know you guys, you, your job is to focus on wrestling, but like Tanner said, these are student athletes mm -hmm. and some of these guys, you kind of have to help them along in that way too. Yeah, it, no, listen, it's these kids are here for their degrees, right? That that is still the most important thing. Um, you know, they they are they are students. We we're not a professional sports. Mm -hmm. Some of these kids will have great opportunities to make world teams, you know, or say Olympic teams in the future. But still, your your work life career is going to be much longer. So they they had. I always tell people, you know, there's two priorities here. One A is your degree, you know, mm -hmm. your education, and one B is wrestling. Yeah. And we link them that closely because we're in the Big Ten and the bar is that high. Um, but one A is still the degree. That mm -hmm. is still a big deal. And, um, you know, Nicole McKinney and, and everybody over in that uh, that area does a fantastic job. It gets reinforced by us. It's, it's important to us here. You know, that's been reflected in our GPA. You know, if you look at our team GPA and where we rank, you know, we're doing a good job there. But you, you can't just, you know, it's like your culture. You can't just assume it's going to happen and fall asleep, you know, with it. Say, oh, it's going to happen again. It's something that, man, you've always got to be be on guys about and reinforce so they understand it's important. And it's, it's tough. It's, yeah. it's, it's an uphill battle for, for a lot of people to be able to compete at this level and also do well in the classroom. I mean, Purdue, certainly not an easy school no. academically. So, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of the uh, athletes wrestling or otherwise are engineers, they're in nursing school, I mean, they're in athletic training. Business, like, working on the MBA. There's all yeah. kinds of degrees here that are so difficult that it's, you know, you have your full-time, it, you, it, you like, it's like you've got two full-time jobs. You've got 
school and you've got wrestling that you have to commit full time to and it's a struggle for a, for a lot of people. No, it, it's hard, right? And there has to be an adjustment period where kids figure out what they have to do to be successful. Just like we talked about in the room, like if you're competing against, you know, an older guy who's done really well, like, you know, you're going to learn from him if you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's the same thing in school. Like there, there's an adjustment where you have, okay, you know, you might have gotten away with only studying X amount, you know, in high school because it was easy. Right. But now, boy, if you're not, <laughs> if you're not, you know, in, you know, in working on homework or working ahead with your reading or those things, you're going to be behind and that's going to be a problem. And so some kids, you know, it takes till grades hit them, you know, and they hit some square in the face like, yeah, I, I you know, I got to do more. And that's what you hope they I mean, figure out. This, the similarities there between in the classroom and on the mat as we've talked about before as you know especially a lot of the kids that you're recruiting they're they're very good and you know at the high school level they may be good because they're very just gifted and then you get move up to this level where you're gonna have to put in a little bit more work than what you've been used to putting in you have to get into the weight room work in the wrestling room same thing in the classroom where yep. you may have been gifted to get you through high school and you didn't have to try that hard yep. now you get to this point and all of a sudden your gifts just don't don't cut it anymore. Yep. And that, I, that's why I would say, you know, for us, I mean, certainly you look, you know, let's, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, you look for a minimums, right? Like from a skill set, they got to have a certain level of skill, right? You can't throw somebody into the Big Ten and not have a certain level sure. of athletic talent mm -hmm. or even into a school like Purdue and have a certain level of academic development either. But the most important thing is, is it going to be important to them? Mm -hmm. You know, if they, if they, really you know they have a passion for achieving on the mat you know you know they'll suffer through the hard work and and you know the setbacks and the adversity of the injuries you know those things same thing's got to be with their degree like i i don't expect that everybody is a 4.0 mm -hmm. but man if this is important to you you'll find a way you know you'll go home after going through a tough practice and you'll, you'll go you'll go study mm -hmm. because it's important and we always make things in life right for what's important to us it's a priority i'm going to do it Sure. And so that's where, you know, we just want to make sure, hey, the degree is going to be important to this young man. You know, yeah, they may not be, you know, as far along talent-wise or you know, credential-wise, but if it's important, then we trust that they're going to work hard at it. Got a funny story. It was a couple weeks ago, not to call anybody out by name, but we had just taped the show, and uh, I ran into Dylan Lighty, and he had a sort of 1,000-yard stare going on, and I'm like, hey, buddy, you okay? He goes... Yeah, academics are kicking my rear. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's in first semester of grad school. He's he's mm -hmm. being pushed in the classroom. Kids like already he's, got his degree. Like he's never been pushed before because he already got his degree. Yep. He's working towards a second one. He's not just in a couple classes, and and it was a challenge. And knowing him, yep. he's gonna be fine. And I'm like, dude, you're gonna be okay. It's it's. It's another adjustment, though, right? Like, exactly. He moved up in levels again, yep. right? Like there was an undergrad, which is which is tough, right? Here at Purdue, we talked about it. Um, so, but now he's working on his master's level, uh -huh. and it's tougher again. So he's had to make you know the learning curve again. You got to figure out what you have to do to be successful, and um, as long as it's important to you and you're willing to do the work, those are the guys we like. Well, speaking of recruiting, uh, <clears throat> another guy that we can talk about, Cooper Nori making his way to Purdue uh, out of Greenfield, Indiana, wrestling at 160 this year. He wrestled at 152 last year, uh, runner-up in state finals, mm -hmm. lost in sudden victory. Uh, he's going to look to make another run again this year before making his way to West Lafayette in the fall. Yep. Uh, he's wrestling 160 this year. 
You expect him to be pretty close to that when he when he makes it here, 165. Yeah, we we recruited him with the intent that he was going to be 165, maybe 174 down the down the road, right? Mm -hmm. But 165 primarily is where we see him um, helping us and fitting into the program. Really excited. Um, we feel like he has a really high ceiling. He loves wrestling. I mean, he's just immersed in the sport. Mm -hmm. uh, loves wrestling. He's a good competitor. Uh, just a little raw, you know. But but when you put him in a really good room, you know, day in and day out, being pushed and, and beat up, you know what I mean? He's got the right attitude when we talk about guys who will, you know, want to achieve. They're willing to suffer. They're willing to push. Uh, we that's how we see Cooper. We think he's he he wants it and he's you know willing to put in the time and the work to be good. And an extensive background already. I mean, he's he's competed in a ton of. Greco, uh, Greco-Roman tournaments, freestyle tournaments, folk-style tournaments. So just another one of those guys that that uh, that side of the the wrestling world is going to have to keep their eye on as well. Yeah, no, I, like I said, um, you know, you want to make sure they kind of check the boxes in certain areas as far as you know what they're able to accomplish. But the most important thing is he's got the right attitude. I, I think he's a tremendous student of the sport. He's a mat rat. He, you mentioned he's he's doing Greco and freestyle, and he's he's always competing. And so he checked a lot of the boxes for us, you know, uh, from the standpoint of he's a great kid, uh, he's got the right attitude, the right work ethic, you know, and, uh, and we want to keep, you know, those kids in state um, and close to the program. Well, exciting to add another high-level talent to the roster. Uh, hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Back in action again this coming weekend after coming off of an off weekend out to Vegas and then next weekend have off as well before going out to... SIUE, right? After, yeah. After that, the nineteenth, December nineteenth, we got SIUE, and then we'll break for Christmas before uh, for another good test at Midlands. Yeah, it's going to be a not so busy December, but it's going to be there's going to be a lot of talent. I mean, between Vegas and Midlands, there's going to be a very lot, important December. Very important December. Uh, no one has anything else. Hey, we're going to Vegas. I we're want to hear to, favorite, yes. favorite, favorite table game. So if we're, if, we're, if we're surveying people today, Hunter, favorite table game? Don't bet on it. Don't, well, don't just stay out of the sports book. Uh, Texas Hold'em. You're a Texas Hold'em guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I never get any further than the blackjack tables. So, And I'm no, notoriously cheap, by the way. I'll just throw that out. I like the $5 table. <laughs> yes. You know, if, if, if like the $5 the table's slots. open. So you're going to the casino on Wednesdays and Thursdays, not on Saturdays? <laughs> That's right. You know, and, the penny Listen, man, I'm going to be coaching. I'm, my butt's going to be glued to a chair. So, <laughs> hey, they got uh, chairs you know. in the casino. <laughs> <laughs> they want you to sit in them. Right, right. right. Corey? I'm a blackjack. You're a blackjack yeah, guy too. I like Texas Hold'em recreationally, but but if I'm going to the casino, it's Nobody blackjack. Nobody else likes the craps table, huh? Oh, no. I love craps. No, too complicated. I don't I understand. Too complicated. I don't want to understand it. Yep. Yep. You don't want to understand so it. For you simple-minded folk, I understand that. That's that, fine. That's not surprising. That's me. fine. <laughs> I'll stick with double A's. That's it. Hey, work, works for me. Well, works for me. you got a full schedule to keep everyone occupied. While while out in Las Vegas, also helps that we're not staying in staying the casino off the strip. That's right. The, that, makes, the convention that makes life center. easy. My wife's happy about it. I've got a quick. Yeah, I'll bet she, your, your your wife and your pocketbook are happy about it. <laughs> um, quick question though, they do have slots in the airport. Um, <laughs> that, that they do. As soon as you walk off the plane, so many. You go to a tournament like this, and are you so far down the rabbit hole that you can't enjoy it? Not well. <laughs> so that's that's not a simple well, answer. I think you try not to. Really, you know. You, listen, you're in Las Vegas. It's you know. There's a lot to look and see. You know. But oh no 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 no! I right. just mean the tournament. The tournament itself yeah. is, oh, is a phenomenal field. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. No. Um, you guys are wrestling fans. You love the sport. 
Yeah, you are. You're so busy, and and this year in particular too, right? Like so, some of those teams will go, and and they're they're not going to do real well, right? I mean, they're going to have a lot of guys get knocked out because the field is that deep. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, we we've you know every year we've been getting better. Have guys in the finals, have guys placing high. So, and we have a very strong group this year. So I would expect that we're going to be very busy throughout the two days. Um, where I get a chance to watch more is when you get down maybe to semifinals and finals. You get a, you know, a little more opportunity time between matches to sit back and watch a little bit. That, that first, those first early rounds, you're very busy and you're trying to get 10 guys ready and it's, it's just tough. So you do, you, you got your head down and you're going. You might, like I said, late in the tournament, at least for me, okay. um, is where I, you know, you might sit back and watch a little bit more and see see what everybody looks There's like. There's going to be some great matches out there. Yeah. Yeah. As a, uh, people who are wrestling fans will love it because there will be matches all over the place for those people to get excited about. A giant convention center with, I, I don't know how many, they put out 17,000 mats. 12 mats. <laughs> right? No, I think it's I probably think going to be more like eight. in the 8 to 10 range. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, maybe they add a couple, but eight, it's typically eight been 8. Number. Yeah. Which can be overwhelming for, you know, maybe some guys go out there and they're, you know, they're wrestling. They've got guys wrestling over here, wrestling over <clears> here. Wrestling. There's whistles going on all over the place. It's, I mean, staying focused on, on your match yep. might be difficult for some. Always tell them there's a lot of whistles going on. Wrestle till the official touches you. If you have yeah. any doubt, right? If you have sure. any doubt, wait till he touches and, hey, break. Because, like I said, there'll be a lot going on. Well, good luck this weekend in Vegas, Coach. Uh, we'll have plenty to talk about come next week for the Always Aggressive podcast, I'm sure. Thank you. For Coach Tony Ursuline, Tanner, Corey, I'm Hunter. As always, boiler up. Boiler up.